It's Wednesday, the 24th of January, 2024. Welcome to the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, five stories, five minutes, let's go. Story number one, the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, says everyone is in line for a tax cut with a greater focus on low and middle income earners, meaning, Sean, that the stage three tax cuts already legislated are likely to be altered. Yes, the Prime Minister said the government will take up new ways to provide cost of living assistance to working Australians and it's expected that changes to the Stage 3 package could be announced in coming days. Albanese stressed that middle Australia will receive more assistance and hinted that workers in the lowest tax brackets will be included in the changes. Now, under the current changes, it's mostly sort of middle income earners and higher income earners that get all the benefit. In fact, under the changes next financial year, around 95% of taxpayers will face a marginal tax rate of 30%. But Canberra watchers reckon there's going to be tweaking at the edges with some of the cuts for high income earners wound back and the benefit going to low income earners. The Greens are actually urging Treasurer Jim Chalmers to scrap the stage three tax cuts altogether to help lower income earners rather than higher income earners, while the opposition's warning the government against making any changes. Given the tax cuts are already legislated, the government will need the support of the crossbenchers to alter the current arrangements. And just quickly before we leave politics, Sean, former Prime Minister Scott Morrison will leave Parliament at the end of February. Yeah, he's been there since 2007 in the southern Sydney seat of Cook. He took over from Malcolm Turnbull as PM in 2018, then won that election in 2019. He's the first Prime Minister since John Howard to serve a full term in the job. Says a lot about Australian politics. He's going off to take up a global advisory role. He wants to spend more time with the family and in his church community. Okay, moving on to story number two. Business conditions cooled late last year with trading conditions and employment slowing, led by the manufacturing and construction sectors. The National Australia Bank monthly business survey for December shows conditions remain weak in retail, pretty good in the services sector. In better news, business confidence rebounded on the back of a recovery in retail confidence, though it is still below the long-term average. The National Australia Bank survey is really interesting because it shows what's happening in real time. Importantly, the survey shows clear signs that input costs are easing. Think labour costs, raw materials, that type of stuff. That's a sign that inflation is easing. Overall, the survey results show that economic growth eased considerably late last year after performing better than expected for most of 2023. This slowing is beginning to translate into improvement in inflation indicators, good news for interest rates. Speaking of good news, Sean, story number three, Woolworths and Coles have cut red meat prices and defended the amounts that they pay farmers as criticism of the big supermarket chains intensifies. Yes, I think they've bowed to pressure on this one. Woolley said it's dropped prices for almost 80 red meat products, including 20% off all lamb, even though it pays farmers according to long-term contract rates. Coles said it has cut lamb and beef prices by more than 20% as well. Meanwhile, the former competition watchdog chair, Alan Fells, has asked the treasurer, Jim Chalmers, to launch a formal investigation into the supermarkets. Just before we leave this story, do you know Woolies has 37% market share, Coles got 28%, Aldi's at 10, IGA at 7. But the big two are so dominant that about two-thirds of all dollars spent in supermarkets in Australia go to them. Australia is a very concentrated market. It certainly is. Story number four, Sean, the $212 billion future fund, which of course we all hold a stake in this, uh, delivered an 8% return last calendar year, adding about $15 billion to Australia's revenue base. 
The Future Fund benefited from a rally in equity markets in the final quarter of last year. Now, the fund aims to achieve 4 to 5% above inflation, meaning 8% is just shy of its 2023 target. It compares with the median return of a balanced superannuation fund of just under 10%. Chair of the Future Fund and former Federal Treasurer Peter Costello will step down from the job early next month after 14 years in the role. Okay, last one. Story number five. This is a really interesting story coming out of the US, Sean. One trend that, that's really accelerated in recent days is the success of Donald Trump-related stocks. Yes, it's because he's now very, very likely to win the Republican nomination for president. Of course, today is the New Hampshire primary where he's taking on Nikki Haley, but it's very unlikely that Trump won't be the presidential candidate. Basically, shares in Digital World Acquisition, which is the firm set to take Trump's social media platform public, jumped 55% on Monday night. It's doubled in five days. Shares in video sharing platform Rumble, which is popular with conservatives, Trump lovers, it jumped 33% on Monday night. And software developer Foonware, P-H-U-N-Ware, W-A-R-E, hired by Trump's 2020 presidential re-election campaign to build a phone app, it jumped 40%. So there's a real Trump effect for some of these companies. All right, there we go. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Wednesday, the 24th of January, 2024. Remember to hit follow on the podcast. And if five minutes isn't enough, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed Business News, wherever you listen to podcasts. And today being Wednesday, there is a new episode of our sister podcast, How Do They Afford That?, which is all about making your money work a little bit harder for you. Today's episode is about how to get ahead financially if you don't want to invest in property. A few other ideas, a few other strategies that might be worth considering. I'll put a link to that one in today's show notes. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed. Have a great day.